Hello, welcome to another episode of Asia Abridged, where we highlight the best moments from Asia Society events. I'm Michelle Florcruz. In this episode, we're discussing Asian American identity and how it's represented in mainstream media, particularly in Hollywood. Crazy Rich Asians explores the experiences of Rachel Chu, an American-born Chinese woman who spends a summer with her boyfriend in his home country of Singapore. The story chronicles the culture shock that comes with discovering his world of Asian old money, family tradition, and social climbing. We'll get back to Quan later, but first, we'll be hearing from John M. Chu, a Taiwanese-American who was tapped to direct the film adaptation of Quan's 2013 book. Currently in production, the movie boasts an all-Asian cast, featuring rising star Constance Wu in the lead role. Here, Chu speaks at Asia Society's U.S.-China Film Summit in Los Angeles last November, discussing the joys and challenges of embarking on this unique project. It's about the Asian-American identity with Rachel Chu coming into this world, that sort of in-between world of knowing that you're all-American kid, Mm -hmm. but then going to a place that feels like home and being surrounded by that and then being confused, am I this or am I that? And then realizing, oh, I'm not that either, and so where am I? And since I was, I guess, I I don't know if you consider it first generation, second generation, whatever it is, when you're born, the first generation born here, I felt like all my friends were the first of that. Uh, uh, So I was born in 1979. So like that wave of voice, that wave of perspective Mm -hmm. um, uh, is coming now. It's happening now. And then even the younger generations are even more free to speak about this uh, dual identity. And, and, And in the movie, it definitely taps into that. But it taps into not just that, but the fi- family dynamics of what your family expects of you and your traditions and right. your and family first, whereas here in America, it's like, just be happy. Just do whatever makes you happy. And that's not necessarily the best thing, but like those East-West philosophies colliding, in, uh, coming into a sort of a collision course. Author Kevin Kwan, speaking at Asia Society in Houston, said he was initially surprised by how deeply his book resonated with the Asian-American community. I didn't realize at that point sort of how profound it would be for for some people. Um, I think especially Asian Americans. It was That was really kind of shocking to, to meet so many Asian Americans over the past two years who have told me that this is the first book they've read where they've, they've seen Asians portrayed in a way that reflects how they feel they are, you know, as not, not as sort of beleaguered immigrants, but as just, you know, people. You know, I, I really had a vision for how I wanted to do this movie and I really wanted to be intrinsically involved because I just felt it was so important to sort of do this right. I think there's a lot of attention being paid now to, you know, how Asians are represented in movies, especially in in Hollywood. And I think there was a lot of concern at the very beginning that they would change all these crazy rich Asians to just crazy rich Texans or something and that Reese Witherspoon would be somehow cast as the lead character. And I really wanted to make sure that this movie was done in a way that really represented the best of Asia, um, not just in Asia, but also in, you know, in Asians in America. There's such an amazing talent pool here of, of you know, amazing actors and people, and I, I just thought this would be the perfect vehicle. While the interest and demand for a movie that is driven mostly by Asian American talent appears to be there, Chu says the industry still needs to catch up. 
there is an importance to what we're trying to do here, and it means you have to spend more money to go find your cast. You have to dig a little deeper. You have to take more time. You have to think unconventional just in the casting because the system isn't built yet for, for those people. Some of them, probably the best ones that we're going to find, aren't even represented because there are no roles for dashing, leading Asian-American men um, in, 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 uh, at least on, on the screen right now. So uh, I think it takes a partnership that both, all sides, understands that this is important and that it's not business as usual um, and that uh, the, everyone is willing to roll up their sleeves and get to work because uh, that's how important it is to set this off. And hopefully if we make... Number one, just a fun, great movie that no matter who you are, where you are, where you come from, that you enjoy, then others w can take this model and, and do more and, and continue. What I love about it is it's, it's an all-Asian cast um, of all walks of life in, in Asia. So it's like Asian-Americans, it's Singapore, Chinese, it's Korean, uh, <laughs> Korean it's uh, Taiwan, it's what they feel about mainland, uh, China, and, it's, and it's class and it's cultures um, all sort of colliding, which uh, was really exciting. And, and, and in terms of roles, all types of roles for Asian actors of all shapes and sizes, all ages, all, some are crass and materialistic and others are noble and heroes. And um, it just goes against all the things that I think we've been presented um, for the most part on uh, on the big screen. And so that's what I'm really excited for. And actually, when we were even doing auditions, like we're going through that process right now and, 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 and meeting all these hundreds and hundreds of people all around the world, Asian actors who, um, who are amazingly talented. And you look through their resume, and I've been looking at each one and what they've done in the past. I mean, it's kind of sad to see that all the cliches are in their IMDb page. And it's not their fault. It's not. It's, it's the, 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 the content that's out there. It's the thing that are, it starts on the page or mm -hmm. and, and it starts uh, before they ever get on of what these characters are and who they are as real human beings, as layered human beings, not just some uh, token here yeah. or there. So. Chu said that increasingly active voices online have brought issues of minority representation in Hollywood into mainstream conversation, but changes are happening slowly. I'm not an activist. I don't tweet. I don't do a Twitter storm and all that stuff. But I see everybody who does do that uh, and this whitewashed out movement uh, and the Oscar so white movement. And it has real impact. I think that's what people don't. I think people do it and they feel good about themselves. But what they don't really realize also is that it actually does affect on the ground. When I go to these meetings, uh, specifically in the last month, those conversations can be had, whether it's Mulan or our movie or other things coming down the pipeline. Those conversations uh, are affected because of this community that is being built out of years and years of keeping quiet and finding some platform to now speak as a, a unified whole. Um, it definitely helped our movie going yeah. in, seeing that all the studios wanted to be a part of it, that an all-Asian cast with not with, with no guarantee of any sort of star in it. Um, that's not a China movie, that it's an Asian-American movie, which are two very different voices. I think it's extraordinary. I think we're living in a really uh, exciting time for uh, Asian-American filmmakers, writers, creators of all platforms, uh, and performers. And 
I think the, the tricky thing is to tell, like, the reason why I'm saying it now is to tell everybody that it does have a real effect. It doesn't just go into the Twitter sphere and disappear. Um, it's having on the ground stuff. Chu is optimistic that it will only continue to become easier for Asian Americans to get their shot at having their voices heard in Hollywood. I think we have an amazing, creative group of filmmakers and writers coming up the ranks right now that are going to blow it out of the water, that have no sense of, oh, it's such an honor to be here, like none of that shit. <laughs> like, these guys are bold, they're rebels, they're going to, we're, we're, you know, we're sort of helping to open up those things, but like, this next voice is so incredible, and, I'm, and, and, and they don't have to wait for permission from anybody, so I'm really excited. Quan is also hopeful that this will spark even more great Asian American storytelling. I think there's a hunger for the material. People people want to see and read about, you know, and, and see movies about these fascinating characters. Not just my characters, but, but characters that happen to be Asian but are not maybe necessarily playing an Asian role, for example. I would hope that it's really a renaissance of, 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 of representation, really seeing more Asians represented in American pop culture where they should be as, you know, as reflective of who they are in the larger population of America and the world. Thanks for listening to this episode of Asia Abridged. Our show page is asiasociety.org slash podcast, where you'll find links to this and other episodes. Please subscribe to the Asia Society podcast on iTunes. And if you like what you hear, leave a comment and rating. They do help a lot. You can find Asia Society on Facebook at facebook.com slash Asia Society. And we're at Asia Society on Twitter.